All right, hey everybody, thanks so much for tuning in to the WTCF podcast. It's Charlie here hanging out at We The Collective Fitness in Forest Park, and I'm with my cousin, Tim. Tim, say hello. Hey, how's it going, everybody? So uh, Tim and I have been uh, training partners for about two years, going on three years three now. Years, yeah. So yeah, I knew, I knew we were getting close to that number. So um, after I got my certifications, Tim started working with me a little bit, and uh, we've been really training hard ever since. And I wanted to go ahead and pose some of the same health questions that I've been asking other people to, to my cousin and see how, you know, um, if his information helps anybody else that's out there. So, uh, Tim, any other quick background stuff that you want to go ahead and share before we start asking questions? Like, I'm not a serious athlete. I haven't played any any serious sports through high school, grade school, college. Just kind of stumbled into various fitness things. So, I'm not exactly a you know solid athlete. Yeah. Well, you did have the P90X run for a while, and you were true. running your brother's Marine stuff for a bit too. That's true. So the guy's really good at like pull-ups. So that's the one thing I can't do really well, but I outweigh him by like 20 some odd pounds. So I, I'm going to blame that, that I'm heavier. That's um, so what I usually like to start off with this one is how do you define healthy? Like what, what does healthy mean to you? That's a good place to start. Um, so, I mean, I think of it in terms of uh, there's weird way. It's like, it, it's unique to everybody. For me, it's more like how do I feel comfortable with the way I move, the way I can move myself in different situations? So whether it's lifting something or just, you know, I, I think of way back when, when I was in scouts, actually, we were going, we'd be in different like camp settings or whatever, climbing through trees and probably going through areas we weren't supposed to be in. But I noticed that in some of these times, some of these climbing in trees or over rocks or whatever, I was surprised by being able to move, like pull myself over something or climb in a way that I didn't expect. And it kind of changed the way I look at things. So for me, there's kind of a minimal baseline of, okay, do I feel that I can move myself in that way and kind of control the weight without having to hurt myself? Yeah, I still look at it as like, if you if my body does the things that I expect it to do, then I don't have any concerns with it. I, if it yeah. performs how I want it to, or I kind of expect it, then yeah. Because again, I would keep setting my expectations ever so slightly higher and then, you know, recognize that I can forgive myself and start over on those things. Yeah. So um, when, you, when you're talking about health, does, does that still include um, like stuff beyond physical fitness? Like how would you describe like mental health or any of Jeez. any of that, that kind of health aspect of it? That's a whole separate podcast. Yeah. Um, I, even if we, um, even if we roll short, <laughs> on it, it's all good. No, there, there's a lot to, that goes along with that. I mean, I think you think of mental and emotional and you know, everybody goes through traumatic things at different points in their lives and whether it's you know relationships personal things work things whether it's setbacks or positive trying to find a good balance um you know oddly if you if you there's times when you're maybe mentally not in a good place but you can go you know, have a good workout or go for a walk or stretch or something i feel like that can help you align the mental side and same with lifting like sometimes it, it kind of works the other way too so you kind of, I feel like it's just a balance between those different things. They all play together. And then hopefully you get to a nice level point where you're kind of, you know, you just get back to center. Yeah, I can, I can agree with that one. Um, yeah. Mental health, I think is, is really, really important because if we, if we're not taking care of ourselves, like on the inside, then how the hell are we going to take care of anything on the outside of us or, or vice versa? So I think there's yeah. definitely like a connection between the two. Um, and it's a journey. I mean, there's no. Okay. There's yeah. No there's no fix. There's no finish line. You die. No, like that's yeah. it. Like, but I mean, <laughs> it's a constant evolution. And I think even with fitness, you know, you can be enjoying one particular work. You know, I was running for a long time. Right. And then, you know, had some minor injuries, but also kind of got bored with it to an extent and then tried, you know, working out at the Park Ridge fitness center, but didn't really have any direction and wound up getting bored with it. So 
like it's a constant evolution of looking at new things, but also being humble enough to like start over and, and build forward. So there's an element of patience with all those things, what's working out or the mental emotional health mm -hmm. too. So, yeah. So what, what people aren't going to understand here is like, we just actually got done working out uh, in the other room, uh, training legs. And I, I really wanted to make sure that I started focusing in on, on leg development a little bit more because I felt I wasn't squatting all that much. Um, and then Tim is coming off a, a light injury. So again, we're kind of just testing the waters, but again, restarting back to just redeveloping depth, redeveloping control and in being able just to, to say like, all right, I'm the one that's like owning this moment for myself and kind of setting that bar at that level. Right. So when we go ahead and start training legs, we, we can go ahead and probably moved a hell of a lot higher today. I think even for myself, I topped out at 145 and that's all I did, but I did like five sets of 12. So um, trying to focus in at the bottom. And I know that from when I first started working with Tim, um, if I have the ability to cut it in, I, I will, but um, no, I, probably, I won't do it. Um, one of the very first times that we worked together on this one, just him learning the mechanics of how to squat. And then from that moment until now is completely night and day. So, but that, that's part of the process is learning from somebody because I think even, you know, again, I didn't go through organized sports in any way. So when you would get some level of coaching or development, so even just running, like, yeah, I'm just running based on what I think is a good workout or whatever. And it's the same thing with this type of stuff. You know, it's not getting healthy and healing isn't just jumping in and throwing on another two plates. You know, there's a process to it. And you really do have to find out what works best for me and what is going to over time learn was the best way for me to really move forward instead of just saying, Hey, I'm going to have a good workout today, but long-term I'm not, not going to get much out of that. Yeah. Much. It's not really productive or, or my form's going to break down. I mean, you do have to, again, be humble enough to step back and say, all right, I'm making this progress. I hit this goal, but if I want to hit the next goal, there's that form element or there's something else in my, my process that I need to fix. Maybe I need to eat better. or I'm not coming, you know, I'm not focused when I'm working out, right. I'm a good spotter. There's a lot of things that I think not recovered, yeah, you know, just it. mentally out of it. Like all those things kind of, yep. kind of stack up. So yep. you, you brought up goals. So what's, what's the next set of goals? How do you set your goals up for, for your health path for your health journey? Whatever the hell you want to call it. As we've talked about a million times, I hate this question. Yeah, <laughs> we, we've talked about it. So other people don't know this. <laughs> yeah. So we talk about this all the time and I mean, it's helpful that you prod me along because otherwise I probably would not be as aggressive as I should be. Um, but it really, it comes back to part of it is that boredom factor trying to mix things up. You know, lately it's been deadlift elements. You know, I, I do want to get back to 315 and, and push that further. Um, but I don't know. Then I look at it, it's like, well, my benching game needs to move up. Or, you know, where do I really want to go with it? So right now I am in a bit of a lull. Um, but I think it's going to, the first step is going to be just getting back into, as we get into the fall, getting back into some more serious structured workouts. Mm -hmm. It's probably like we talked about, I think we've just been kind of maintaining throughout the summer. Yep. It's been fun. We've kind of been hitting different things, but it hasn't been as focused as maybe we had previously. And I think we just need to get back to that. And I think I want to lean into it and then, you know. Yeah. Um, so for the sake of understanding other stuff. Um, so yeah, we have been kind of just kind of playing around the summer. Um, we're still working this, still doing a lot of the same exercises, squat, bench, deadlift, overhead press. Mobility, um, all of it, yeah. yeah so, so like those ones we, we always have done, um, we continue to do those ones. It's just maybe driving for the next element of those ones have been a little lackluster over the summer, trying to, again, with myself running the business and then to moving and, um, and, yeah, and other, you know, work-life balance and all of that. So it, it becomes a little bit difficult for us to go ahead and have those same training elements. But as we move into the fall, my schedule will go ahead and realign and get more rigid 
where it'll make it a little bit easier for me to go ahead and set very specific times for us to go work on it. Or if anything, you know, we can still get you set up where you can get in and get your work done and, and I'll still be able to catch up with you. So and it's good to make sure that you have some kind of game plan or somebody to kind of bounce ideas off of because like I actually really enjoy working out with Tim because there's days I don't want to do it. And then he's like, come on, let's go. And I think the other moments happen in, in reverse as well. It's like, yeah. it's like, yeah, it's like, I don't want to do this. It's like, well, we're going to go ahead and do it anyway. Absolutely. And, right. and I think we found a lot of progress and gain in that one. So if you are kind of struggling, you know, find, find that, another workout buddy that'll go ahead and do, do some of the work with you uh, and, and help you develop. Cause then you can start to push each other a little bit. And I think all of our workers have a good workout and we've had different, and that, that's part of the, the, the fun part of the studios, particularly on barbell club days, we'll have Saturday 10 to two. That's right. Plug. Um, We'll have like special mystery guests who just happen to pass through other instructors who will jump in for a bit that adds some challenge to it and just kind of it makes it fun. But I think, you know, there's not unless there's days where we're neither of us are just feeling it or it's a recovery day. Like we, we walk out of here feeling like, yeah, even though I didn't necessarily have a, a formally structured workout, like we hit a lot of good muscle groups and definitely feel like we accomplished something. So I wouldn't say that when we say like we're maintaining, it's not like it's, it's yeah, there's still, still a, a push, but it's not. Yeah, it's not. Well, we're not pushing ourselves on some of those other main compound lifts that we'd be working through. True. So again, squat, bench, deadlift, overhead press. We're not those those ones are are that, and we're not exactly right. Like we're not writing it down. So again, just enjoying the summer and having fun with the workout. So again, being consistent helps out a ton in making sure that you can stay on it. Because again, if you do it every single day, it just becomes part of your character. You don't really question it. It becomes just this non-negotiable that you just fall right. into all the time. And I think the writing it down is something, because even going through everything else I've done, whether it was running or like, I kind of knew where I was, but I didn't write it down. I never tracked anything. And even like when, you know, you have the, the, the time you like the watches and shit where you can track your heartbeat and miles and whatever, but I never did it. And then when we started tracking and you started recording everything, you really, the numbers really don't lie and you can really see how much you've accomplished. And I think that's the positive, like, well, you know, maybe you get, you know, you don't want to see what you're not accomplishing, but when you really see what you are accomplishing, and I think even like the volume one was interesting when you look at it, it's like, wow, I moved a hundred thousand pounds this week. Yeah. That was, yeah. Yeah. Like, like we had like one, something there was like 130,000 pounds in like one particular week. It was pretty sweet. So when you look at that, um, even if you didn't think you had a good week, you know, how many people say, yeah, I moved 130,000 pounds this week. Most people don't because mm -hmm. we sit at home and move mouses, mice around. And yeah, I, I, I completely get that one. And like, that's one of the other important pieces about, about tracking your progress for it, because when you see those kind of results and maybe your numbers start to tick up or move a little bit and see that, and then something in comparison, like the scale doesn't move. Like I, I gladly will go ahead and say like the scale hasn't moved. I haven't lost any weight, but my numbers went up hundred percent. That is a trade-off. I will accept like every, if my numbers go up and my weight stays the same, a hundred percent will trade that off every single time for myself. But that's not that's for me though. for everybody. Right. I think that's, that's the challenge of it. Everybody's got different goals. So whether they, they want to just feel better or they want to look better. I mean, there's, you know, some people have seen people come and go through here where they are just surprised by the physical transformation that they have. And there's nothing, it's awesome. Just them getting strong, like yes. not realizing that their ability. So again, like we've had, um, we've had Maggie on here. We've had, Rachel on here, we've had um, Michelle Hopper on here, and all these people have continued to show improvement. So like, so Rachel hasn't been on, on the uh, podcast for a while, but she just got up to 245 pounds on a, on a trap bar deadlift. She can, Solid. yeah, she can deadlift a regular bar for 200 pounds. She can bench press 110. Yeah. So th that's awesome. Usually women have a tough time getting past 100 pounds. 
and she's sitting there getting it like for two reps. So, she's tracking it. I mean, she's paying attention to where her numbers are too. And she's starting to be a little bit more consistent yeah. about like just kind of showing up for herself and, and then being really excited about the work that needs to get done. So sometimes it's just a little bit of like perspective of, you know, hey, I get to go be in a community and I know they're going to go ahead and push me the right way to, to develop and do these things a little bit more. And that, and that comes back to, too, you see, you know, like any of those folks, they're in a better place in terms of balance, right? In terms of physical thing, there's a mental thing, you know, coming in here, they've got that time. It's a good opportunity to focus on something and themselves. And you see that progress. So I think it really, even to your initial point, it really does balance people out. But even in terms of the goals, like it's just, helping people figure it out, right? Because there's nothing wrong with saying, hey, I want to do this in a healthy way just to look better, or I want to do this just to strictly move up my numbers. And I think that's where the metrics comes in because you can have a really great, you can feel like you've had a great week and maybe you look at the numbers and you're not there and the other way around. Maybe you have fewer reps, but your volume went up. So there's different well, yeah, things so you, you play with the numbers. To... So sometimes I think you'll lose, and that's where I feel like I lost some of it not tracking it because you don't see like, oh, you know, I feel like I had a lousy week, but then you look at the numbers and it's like, wow, maybe I didn't quite do as much or I wasn't, I didn't personally feel like I worked as hard. Man, the numbers don't lie. Yeah. Um, so we, we both have dealt with analytics, finance, accounting for a very long time. So numbers just make sense to, to us. So it's yeah. like when we see the numbers, we know that numbers don't lie. Standard so, deviations. Yeah. So that's. That, bell curves right so <laughs> average so um again like spending that time on you know developing a goal setting something out for it and and trying to shoot for it so um outside of that what else what else do you consider to be like healthy so if you had like a bit of advice to give to somebody or something else you you wanted to think about more in terms of health yeah it's such a and the more even personally as i learn about all all the things that I have personally to deal with. It's there's so many different aspects of health, whether, you know, and it's good just to get as much information as you can. So whether it's, you know, even like here or other places I've gone to, like I'll take classes with other instructors, even if I'm like not optimistic about their style or whatever, and I'll still take those classes. And over time, I'll be surprised that I'll learn something and that'll help me overall. Same thing with whether it's food, like learning something about food or, you know, trying to, incrementally change something in the way I'm eating or getting protein. Um, other things in terms of health, like for me personally, you know, cholesterol is a factor. So trying to get blood tests periodically, it's amazing the things you can learn about yourself and chemistry and all that stuff. And it, it creates a larger puzzle. So even though I'm not a doctor, I don't have all the answers at all, but I have a better picture of what my health situation is and what not necessarily, it's not necessarily going to drive my decisions, but I just feel I'm more informed mm -hmm. about where I'm at. Yeah, because then you can make that decision for yourself, right? If you feel you have the right information to go ahead and start that process. And even learning that one, you could start to learn what are the right questions to start asking. So yes. that, that spirals Very back true. in. So suddenly you learn something. It's like, well, that sounds really the opposite of what I heard from this other thing. So now you can start to pin those two arguments against each other, which is a good way to learn things is to read a bunch of stuff and be like, what's the thing that comes back all the time as being correct? Like if two plus two is four, and we burnt every math book on the planet, eventually we find that two plus two is still four. It's still, still, still going to be four. Like none of that changes. Like no. if I drop something, it's still going to fall at the same pace. Like none of that really goes away. It just right. returns again. Um, yeah, but the learn, I think that's important. And it's, it's again, it's, it's, it's going and just incrementally, you don't have to change your whole life, but just trying like, hey, once a month, maybe you take a different class or, you know, maybe you 
go for a walk or you try to think, hey, you know, I don't really run. And then you try running for like half a mile. You don't have to go hurdling or anything like that. But you can try different things. And I think that's um, either learn that, hey, this is kind of interesting or I don't like this at all. Yeah. And everyone has the right to go ahead and say, this is not the styling that, that works well for, for me and my goals that yeah. I'm working towards. And it shouldn't be taken as offensive because again, everyone's on their own journey. Like we, we, everybody knows nothing. So, That's true. so if, if we go ahead and, and just continue to try the best we can do is just the best of our efforts. So, yeah. and you find the things that you enjoy and then you'll naturally go, man, I really like this. I'll continue. So that's where we kind of got along on the, the power building, you know, weightlifting and powerlifting stuff that we do is because we found enjoyment out of it. Like we would just sit in the garage for hours on end and just have like, like German volume training of 10 by 10 yeah. or, or running stuff. Jeff Nippert's power building program, which was fantastic. I it's highly recommend it. So, it so like there, there's all these other fun things that we've been learning and then I'd go and study more and then come back and be like, what happens with this? So um, I want to kind of um, end on a more fun note. So what, what I've kind of realized on, on Saturdays is we're working away. So people will come in and they just have a ton of questions and I'm super excited about it. I'm always happy to go ahead and help out. But what I've been really surprised with is how much knowledge you actually have when you go talk to everybody else that I never shared with you. I never had those conversations with you, but you're still speaking to it from a very you know scientific perspective. Um, basically like kind of speaking like a trainer, though he does not, you don't I'm have any, trainer or doctor, don't have any of the certs or any of that <laughs> stuff, but like, the knowledge that you have, you're starting to kind of speak from your experience and help other people. And I've watched that a lot. So thank you for that. That's really, really cool. So how does it, so how does it feel as like now partially instructing a little bit? Uh, it's, it's really oddly gratifying. Um, it's been a great experience just to help people and specifically the instances where I know I've had trouble to help them out. I mean, you've got a, a very thorough knowledge of the different muscle groups and anatomy and whatnot. And I know a little bit of that. So between all the things we've been doing over the last three years, some of it clicks. Um, but then also like, you, you know, you and I have very different experiences in terms of our lifting journeys and the things that we're better or worse at. So I think that, I think that's really important because it helps look at other people and also not just to think about what, it's not so much about what somebody could be doing different or better, but it's just having that conversation. Be like, you know, we have different things we enjoy doing and, you know, in certain situations, like if I had just gone to lift it, like it's a shitty 24 hour gym, right? But, you know, you go there and you got a bunch of meatheads around there and your people are just lifting and, and people have different strengths, literally. It's hard to get in there and work with them and learn something. And I think a lot of the training aspect or just working with workout buddies, realizing, okay, somebody's not going to, you know, whether it's benching or legs or whatever, you're going to have a different strength. And I'm not necessarily going to be able to keep up. But we can have a conversation about about form, about yeah, what form should still be the same. About yeah, about form, about Roughly. you know how do you eat and you know what do you, what do you look you know how do you recover? And so I look at it kind of that way. It's like, hey, did you think about this? Or you know, do you notice like, hey, classic on benching, right? Hey, are your shoulders sore after your benching? You know, they shouldn't. Yeah. They shouldn't be. But and I think sometimes you, it's just having those conversations with people, and sometimes they'll have insight too. Like, oh, you know, I'm doing it. I you know, this is how I look at it. Like, oh, I never thought of that. Mm -hmm. So it, it, it's just a really fun experience. And like I said, it kind of, it, there's, there's an element of humility to it because you really do have to go in and, and realize what your strengths are and what your opportunities are and what other people can teach you. Because if anybody walks in here and thinks they know everything, they don't. But also 
you're really not be the first person to say I don't know that much like either right like spending five more minutes on something or spending a little bit of more time on something doesn't make you exponentially more qualified than somebody else who's very passionate about trying to learn it so I could have no passion for any of this stuff and then you know almost refuse to learn somebody comes along who's slightly passionate knows very little but it's just going to go actively seek out all these answers and really try to go out and get themselves updated on what the science says, you know, what, what yeah. training works, like interacting with people, gaining those experiences. And those people, though, they might be a little bit greener in a sense, they could actually be better trainers for some people because they're really ready to get going. They're really ready to receive feedback on but that they're one. technically proficient, right? So there's a difference between being technically proficient. That's fair. Like you can know literally the whole book of weightliftingology and, but not know how to talk to somebody about a form breakdown or communicate it in a way that they're going to be receptive or appreciated. So I'd be like, no, you're just, you're just a jerk who's rattling stuff off to me. I'm never coming back here. Potentially. Yeah. You know, so they have a dialogue with them and say, Hey, look, you know, here's what, here's what I'm seeing. How do you feel about this? Let's try something out. And, you know, even some of the methods I was joking around with somebody like it's, I think you had somebody come in who wanted to do a push up. I want to do like a regular non knee push up, but they had some shoulder stuff. They're coming off of whatever. And, I think you spent 45 minutes with that person just doing other mobility and assessment and kind of warm up stuff to get them to the point they could do a push up successfully. So it's amazing just to watch that. It's a whole discussion. You're engaging their comfort level. You're addressing their concerns and you're, you're setting stepping stones to get there and then delivering. Oh, so I think that's much different you. than saying, Hey, technically this is how you line up to do a push up. Like who cares? But if you go through and get them there and they're coming along with you on the journey actively instead of dragging them, I think that's the payoff. Well, the idea is to, to guide them to a spot where they can lead themselves. Right. Right. So when they get to that question that they had, they finally have an answer to get over it. Yeah. And then they have at least some direction on what are the next steps. Right. So it's like, okay, you know, you make it, you get the one push up. What happens next? Two. And making sure your form is like just airtight and just right. as best as you can do it. And then know that you can still back off and then you can still scale it up, scale it down, right? Whole plank for three days, whatever you want to do. Yeah. You know, go for a world record, which I think is, I think it's 10 hours. I think it's 10 hours is the current, current plank. Marine guy. I can't remember what he did. Yeah. Cause Someone it was, it was eight hours, guy. eight minutes in like a second or something like that. But oh yeah, yeah. yeah, But then I think it's, I think it got to 10, huh, whatever. I'll anyway. put something on the screen if I can find it. So like <laughs> the old guy from Guinness book of world records. Irrelevant. Um, but again, there's always going to be another path forward. So even like, even when we lift, we kind of lift it two different ways. So we're yep. constantly changing the bars, but it, it kind of fits, right? So maybe one of the days you're working on something more of like some more of that power lifting. It's like, Hey, I want to get, you know, a good set of three and I'm working on it. I'm working. It's like, no, I want to be around 10. We can actually make those adjustments really, really easy. So again, finding even somebody to work with is, is going to be helpful. Even if the weights don't quote unquote line up, right? right. I just, Somebody just alters their volume a little bit and everybody gets a great workout. But I think the key piece there, and this is, we've got a way where we're just flipping stuff around because we've done it long enough. But also I think safety is the key and quality of equipment. So we've got an environment where even if we're doing something that's physically challenging, whether it's a ton of reps or it's heavy weight, we've got it set up where it's a safe environment. Yeah, you we can fail all space, you want. Right, you know, there's spotting involved, whatever, you know, there's proper equipment where the equipment's not going to break down. And I think that's really big. And I think people also appreciate that because whether they're they're benching out here or whatever, we've got the bars or safety straps, whatever it is. And for me personally, 
you know, you're thinking about some of these things. For all the times you got trapped at the bottom of a bench. That's right. It happens. Hey, I'm, I, it happens. Oh, um, you should fail. You should fail right. once in a while. You should, it should, you should fail. Um, not every moment of every day, but you should fail sometimes. But well, it, it, it just gives you, an, it gives you a better definition of how you handle that. Cause there's certain like adrenaline and all kinds of other stuff that happens when you're losing that, but you're in a safe place. You can work through it. And that's also part of the learning curve is when you realize, okay, I can power through that rep this time. That's a huge leap. You don't have to worry about the bar breaking or, you know, crushing yourself. You've got a spot or you've got safety equipment. You can focus on your goals and really developing or failing in a safe environment. And I think that is something that a lot of people don't really appreciate. Oh, if I work out in my house or I work out, whatever, it's like, that's great. But you really do need to have proper equipment and know how to use it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that is something that has gotten me personally very comfortable in all the different things we do because you know how to use all this shit anyway, but there's just a lot more focus you can put on what you're doing in form when you're not worrying about that safety. Component. For a lot of people, I think that's important too. But, well, yeah, because no one wants to actually try to get hurt. Like, no, I'm using a calluses. I mean, that's just, yeah, you're, you're, sometimes your hands are going to hurt a little bit, but welcome, welcome to the life. Welcome to the Marvel Club. Yeah. So again, if you're Saturdays, ten to two. <laughs> <in these. laughs> um, any any other quick things? Because uh, I, I, our our time's just about up, and we got to go ahead and get ready for another wonderful day to tomorrow. So that's right. Um, um, any other last last words, thoughts? Um, I think all I think we touched on a lot of when you think about finding a really good environment for you to to tackle your goals, whatever they are. You want a variety of instruction and insight in a comfortable and safe environment where folks are going to encourage you in a positive way. And I think that's interesting too about the instructors as well. You get a variety of encouragement. Some people are a little bit more ginger about it. Some people are a little bit more, you need to lift the weight. So, I mean, it's, it's all there. And I think the, you know, having those good instructors around here, um, along with all the other equipment, safety environment, it's a great setup, which is why I keep sticking around. Well, thanks. Thanks for all that. And, um, as you know, as we get into, uh, the fall season here, it's like, we love beginners. Like, uh, I, I started off as that I've yeah. restarted so many times myself, like, you know, a little minor injury. And suddenly you're thinking, man, I I'm squatting 315 and suddenly you're right back down to 135 and struggling. It happens. It's part of the journey sometimes. So, um, yeah. again, I, I continue to start over. Um, I think even with some of the work that we're doing today, I would consider almost that a soft reboot again. Yeah. So, um, hopefully that's some stuff that'll go ahead and, and help you and give you a little bit of, of direction of kind of what happens around the studio a little bit. And on that note, good luck.